Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 when was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. It's the final week of the NFL season, and the biggest game of the year is just days away. Rams versus Patriots in Atlanta for the Super Bowl this Sunday. Incredible matchup. Can Brady do it again? Will the city of Los Angeles bring home the Lombardi Trophy to the youngest coach in the NFL? As we've been saying since the NFL's opening weekend, all the way back in September until now, there is only one place here at Podcast One that has all the action you are looking for. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account on BetOnline.ag and use the promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign-up bonus. Yes, a 50% sign-up bonus. If you've missed out before on jumping in on the NFL action, well, you've got one game left, and it's the biggest game of the season. You don't want to sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on all this action at betonline.ag. And remember, use the code PODCAST1 for a 50% sign-up bonus. 
Rams versus Patriots. Super Bowl in Atlanta this Sunday. The most exciting game of the year is here. Don't miss out. BetOnline.ag. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. People notice a healthy smile, but maybe you have tooth sensitivity, bleeding gums, or acid-weakened enamel. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel are trusted specialty toothpastes created to help improve your oral health. For tooth sensitivity, choose Sensodyne. Bleeding gums, get Paradontax. For acid-weakened enamel, Pronamel is the toothpaste for you. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel. Trusted specialty toothpaste to help bring home your healthy smile. Visit Ibotta to earn cash back. Welcome to Wrestling Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com Editor-in-Chief Ryan Sadden, here with my co-host, Jamie Iovine. Hey, guys. As well, <laughs> uh, as, well as Elijah Bates. Hello, guys. Uh, we got the, the full team back here and, today. And gals. Is that a Slam Crate poster over there? Uh, no. Oh, wait, but wait, it wait. is a cool WWE. Dude, that's an old school one. This is one I got from Jensen. Oh, yeah, I yeah, usually yeah, have yeah, it. Yeah, I got one. I have it over uh, there. Did you see the other one, though? Um, yeah, I, that's the one I was looking at. Th- this is the one I, ha- I got from Jensen, yeah, I believe. I remember that. And yes. then, uh, yeah, then I gave you the other one. And then this was actually something Eli had since he was yeah. a child. This we, is the WWE fan we got Here, give me that so I can show it to the uh, we, watchers. Yeah, for sure. Our watchers. We, so the backstory of that, it was, uh, it was like cool, spring right? 1990. This is pre-WrestleMania six. Me and my bro were obviously big time into Hogan, big time That's into Warrior. Dope. I would have we got forever. The delivery was uh, we got a Hulk Hogan t-shirt. We got a Brett the Hitman Hart sunglasses. What was this? I'm uh, sorry. Th- this was a delivery that this that was the first time we ever ordered. No, from- I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm saying what, what was the delivery? Like was it a fan club or something? I, I can't remember. I mean, I was like, you know, six at this point or okay. something like that. But but regardless, it was uh, like it was the first time we ever ordered. It was a mail away type thing, you know, like we had to mail away, get the catalog. We got this Hogan shirt, Bret Hart sunglasses. And then my dad got a plain white Hat that just says WWF with the old school logo and says World Wrestling Federation. Wait, how old and you, you wish you still had it, don't you? I do. I thought I did have it, and I d- it was a different hat. It would probably be pretty sick. I, the hat that I mistook it for all these years that I thought was in a box is actually an 89 Oakland A's hat, which is pretty cool all its own, too. I was honestly shocked when Eli gave this to me, to be honest with you. He was like cleaning out his uh, his apartment, trying to declutter he gave everything. It to you? Yeah. And he was like, Do you want this? And I was like, Yeah, hell yeah, I'll take that. That's awesome. You know, why wouldn't you want to keep why that? Would, yeah. Because Ryan's my friend. Yeah, but you've had that since nineteen. You can take that back. And yeah, but, cool but the thing is, the thing is, yeah, that but he's it, like a bad friend. He like, <laughs> takes things. I that, hey, but like I wanted him to have it because like I'd had it for a long time. I didn't need it anymore because like I've had it because like, I have my own parking space now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I, and and just like I feel like the memory, the memory of that box is still instowed in my brain, and Ryan gets to enjoy like you know the the kuchamal that is the Man, actual. If you've been to my house, you know I'm a, I'm a bit of a hoarder, so I I would never have given that. Eli's away. face lit up when he walked in here the other day, and it was part of the backdrop. He was like, "Oh my god, you're still using the thing from yeah. my childhood." I was stoked. You had it still. It meant a lot to me, actually. Thank you. See? 
Thank you. No, I, it's good because the other I'll things get something. Hey, I'll, I'll so. find something to give to you too. You, were, be you definitely level. asked your parents, "Can we give all our toys to charity?" For I Christmas? did not. No, because my parents you didn't buy did. us good presents, and they took full credit for all of them from day one. Never let Santa be a thing with us. Mm. Never once. Not ever. You didn't have I've one heard of families day of that never. Because when I, I remember one of my <laughs> earliest memories is my brother being like, "Hey." You know Santa's not real, right? And I was like, oh, of course. No. I mean, different inside religion. I was like, oh, I didn't even get to I mean, get it. Yes, different re- different religion, me. but your dad's kiboshed that pretty quick. Yeah, my dad my dad quickly did the same. My dad was just like, I said something about Santa in a line yeah. at like a Kmart, I remember. And it was like Santa on a... Um, he was all on Time Magazine or something. Something like that. Yeah. You know, and I said something like, oh, Santa, like, oh, crazy. And my dad said, like, oh, he's not real. So <laughs> <laughs> They're putting fake people on Time Magazine. And I just remember being like crushed, and I I told my mom she was so mad at yeah. my dad because my dad's Jewish, my mom's not, and so he, she was like, "What?" Damn! Yeah. And you're the and oh, so yeah. Still, did you, even did though you, you're not the firstborn, did you guys play I would, along? I would have been extra pissed if like because you know she was probably looking forward to that. <laughs> she was. Yeah, and, <laughs> man. she was real mad when it happened. Oh I man, I would have been furious. That's why, that's why I remember it so vividly because yeah. my mom was not happy about. I that. I would have been your mom because you know me. I'm heavily <laughs> into holidays. <laughs> we, like that. We never you got, got a tr- Christmas suit. We, oh yeah, we didn't get to trick or treat. We did. Wait, 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 wait. What? You What's wrong with trick or treating? We had to. We my dad was made to churchy, and we are had you to. Pagan? No, we had to go to church. Weird church Halloween celebrations instead. I've like heard you so long now. Like that and episode. I can't believe I didn't know that. That you never. You're like one of those. Kids I got to dress up, King of the Hill but I went episode? to. But maybe I don't know the episode that you're referring to. But weird and creepy. You know, now looking back, it's probably actually more dangerous than actually letting us trick or treat. You know, when it comes down, because so, there's probably a lot of creeps at that church too. So you got to dress up for school? No, got to dress up for our weird, creepy church Halloween replacement no, celebration. No, but what about school? Wait, what about school? No, so we wait, went to like wait, crazy. Wait, wait, no, wait, wait. I went to like crazy Christian school. Oh, growing so nobody, up. Else, so nobody so else dressed up? No, nobody dressed up your whole time. You were in in, in like elementary, middle school, and stuff like that. No, like, no, wonder you no, like no, no, much. Yeah, high school? No, I mean a little bit in high school, but by that point, I was like, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd grown up with it without it my entire life. So I wasn't wow. just like, oh, I'm like, you know, not going to Christian school anymore. I'm just going to start trick or treating. I was like, you know, what? it just it, it passed me by. So you've never gone trick or treating? I'm uh, no, not traditional trick or treating. No. Wow. Never got an Easter basket either. Like the disgust in Jamie's face right now. I'm sorry. I know this is not wrestling related, guys, but I am shocked right now. I didn't know this about Elijah. Yeah, no, that's yeah. crazy. I know. It's hey, I'm not proud of any of this, but it's like, it's just the way that my life played out. You know, I never I got to trick or treat. Trick or treating with Erica like a few years ago because she'd still make me go with her. Yeah. that's crazy. If you notice, I'm not one that usually gets dressed up. No, and stuff, I too. never thought about it until right now. Well, except when we got arrested. Well, yeah. So, and even when I Man, hey, thanks I, for bringing that up on the on a nationwide well, a story, program, Ryan. It's a story you've told on here. Yeah. So, no. And yeah. You were in the Dwight I was, yeah, I was, in a, I was dressed as Dwight Schrute on Halloween 2008. I got arrested on a girl's purple bicycle behind Fox Studios on Pico Boulevard. Halloween for, sucks for you. Yeah. Well, you know, you guys, you can help me live a real Halloween this coming year. Yeah, we gotta we gotta take him out for Halloween or something. I mean, shit. I feel like, he, like, I feel I feel like, like Jamie doesn't even want to hang out I don't with even feel Halloween like Jamie well, knows what to think about right now. <laughs> well, I got Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I understand why you do it because, like, I gotta be honest. There's been Halloweens, like, after parties and stuff like that. And I'll go home and, you know, I'll partake in some recreational herbs. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, God, wouldn't it have been great if I had gone trick-or-treating? Like, I wouldn't have candy right now. Yeah. But I don't. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> you know what else I learned, though? Is <laughs> I love that that's the reason. I would have candy. Yeah. 
That's I don't want to go because I want to go meet people yeah. or like go go door to door. I would just be like, damn, I would have a lot of Reese's cups right well, now. Yeah. Eric and I, Eric would make me go trick or treating. We'll get into the rest in one second, but Eric would make me go trick or treating, and yet we'd get a lot of candy. But then I also realized I'm an adult with a job. And, like, I could just buy lots of candy that's, mm-hmm. and it's way easier and I don't have to, like, walk around Last for a night, few hours. Last night, I almost went into a CVS just to buy a chocolate rabbit just because I really wanted one. Like, yeah. I was like, fuck, I'm just going to go. Why do you live just eat it in the car. Why <laughs> don't you? I don't know. No, you, no, you get two and you eat one in the car and then you still have one at home. That's, that's the way you got to look at it. But, like, the big ones. Like, yeah. Like no, big. yeah. A I just huge think it would be funny if, like, someone pulled up next to me and I was just eating a chocolate rabbit. And like, get one. That's like the size of the prize when you win the Easter egg hunt. Okay, uh, hold on before we move on. Okay, just one uh, one word answer: hollow or dense? Dense. dense. Yeah, they're harder to eat though. Yeah, but yeah, but I like hollow- to shave it off with my teeth. Yeah, much like a rabbit might. Yeah, I'm the same way. And the hollow one, it just kind of like when you when you bite it, you're just like just like filled. And it's just like filled with. Nothing. I disagree with you on that. Filled but anyway, wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get. Uh, speaking of empty promises, let's get into the biggest stories of the week, and that is wow. uh, more wrestlers asking for their releases. I, I it's, it's cr- what's the, what's the tally's up to three, sir. Yeah, well, I feel like it's more than that. We got Mike Bennett, uh, possibly Maria, but they say no. So Mike and she Bennett, was in the Rumble too. I know, and they and then Mike they were featured they were featured heavily on two hundred five. Yes. Uh, and then there's the revival, mm-hmm. and now Dean Ambrose and Hideo Tommy. Uh, okay. So four is that what you said? Or well, because I, I well I don't really count Maria and Mike <laughs> as a sep- two separate. I honestly don't. No, right? well, that's with Mike. Mike <laughs> wait, the revival. Because I, I don't count them separate. I think Maria and Mike are the same person. Mike, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Mike the revival. Hideo, Hideo. Oh, Dean Ambrose. It, oh. I forgot about Hideo. So yeah. it's four. Uh, Technically, so four. the revival the revival is two, two people, people. So yeah, we should. Count them as two people. Yeah, uh, but but it's crazy, you know. Okay, so D, I, let, let's start with Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. uh, because Dean Ambrose is, you know, I think that's obviously the biggest deal. The biggest deal, the 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 the, the highest, the, the, one of the top stars of the company. Dean Ambrose. I would have took a lot of people by surprise. I'd say. I think that this one is not just the biggest, but I think it's the obviously the one that matters the most in terms of everybody who's requested the release. Not to downplay the revival in any way, shape, or form, but Dean Ambrose is a former WWE champion. Definitely a little bit of a shocker to like hear that he's so disenfranchised and is like literally like turning down a contract. Tur- a pay increase, yeah. if yeah. what we're reading is true. Yep, so uh, PW Torch broke the news that Ambrose was offered a new contract and raise weeks ago. PW Insider says it was a five-year offer. Uh, however, both sides claim that Dean informed management over the weekend, including Vince McMahon that he does not intend to re-sign. Uh, he's expected to finish up with the company after WrestleMania. Uh, it could always be written out storylines, obviously, before yeah. that. Um, but PW Torch said that he's long been frustrated with the creative direction of his character, and it finally reached a breaking point. And it's understandable. I can't really, you know, there's nothing truly memorable that Dean Ambrose has done since he came back from from his injury. And it's a shame. Yeah. Because he was, he had a lot of engine behind him. He did. When his first night came back, people were fucking impressed. Yeah. He looked completely different. Yeah. He had gained some size in a good way. He got, I mean, he got rid of that horrible haircut. Mm-hmm. And he looked like a real contender. He looked like somebody Vince could really get behind. Yeah. And he looked tougher, too. Like, I mean, I feel like the way that he was before was packaged as a tough guy. And sometimes that just not, feels like a character. Not even two months back. And he's pulling his pants down during a promo. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that's. It's insane to me, and it's just – I was really – you really feel for the guy, 
And I don't know. It could be uh, – there's two sides to every story and a lot of – even though WWE does do a lot of questionable things, by and large, some of them have purpose. Not always, but yeah. they do. Um, but with Dean, like they I, – I looked – when I saw that Dean was, um, was going to leave the company, I started looking back at his run, most recently starting at WrestleMania 33, which is the one in Orlando. When he opened the show with Baron Corbin. Yeah. Or not even that. Let's go back the year before. Wait, it, was, it wasn't even on the main card, was no. it? No. Yeah. Let's go back the year before to Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Where I don't know what happened with that match. Literally, they brought out a wagon full of weapons and then they just said, let's just leave it there and not yeah. use it. And Brock just decimates Dean. Boring match. Nobody cares. Brock yeah. clearly phoned it in. I don't know why. Because, you know, it's weird. It's arguably, it's, that match boggles my mind. It's, it's what day? Day? Was that WrestleMania 32? There's 30. I don't 31. Know. No, it was 31, the one with Brock and no, Dean. And, and no, I think it was 32. I, I think Brock – 31 was in it was Oh, yeah, it was Levi San Stadium. Fran. You're right. Yeah, you're right. It was 32. Okay. It was 32. Um, by and large, uh, somewhat me- like very unmemorable WrestleMania outside of the attendance uh, record. But it had too. such potential. Yeah. Yeah, but that match – the reason it boggles my mind is because – at the time, I feel like we all felt that way. Like, oh, Brock kind of phoned it in. I remember even like us talking. About it. it was like, yeah. oh, Brock kind of phoned it in. And I, I, when you look, when you kind of like look back on it, like Brock really hasn't phoned it in with the, with the matches that he's been involved in. Like most matches, no, no. He puts his, good he puts ones. Into it. They're pretty so intense match, at the very least. Yeah, and so yes. I keep wondering. Like I've always wondered what about what, what, what happened there. Yeah. I, if I recall, Dean didn't Dean in the Stone Cold podcast. Or some kind of podcast. Some kind he of mentioned that he mentioned that like Brock didn't like the finish. Didn't or something. like wasn't happy with things or something like that. But I don't know. I, I, something about that match always kind of like confuses me. Yeah, it, it's because it, it's a weird instance because it's like oh, because he's smaller than Brock and he's not a real contender. But I mean, we saw what he did with Daniel Bryan or that, Finn Balor or AJ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that shit was great and. And it starts even then. And then you're like, okay, that match was weird. Fast forward to the next WrestleMania. Okay, he has the Intercontinental belt, but he's not even on the main show. He's wrestling when people are still walking in. Yeah. You know, that's weird. Yeah. And then follow that and then you follow that up. And then he's weird, goofy, like uh carrot top dean. You know, he's a prop comic. Yeah. He has a, a plant. Yeah. yeah. Exploding TV. Or yeah, whatever. like and and then the Bray Wyatt feud. Which made him look in 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 like an. It's idiot, funny you're like you naming know? stuff off, and I'm struggling just to even remember them. And, and you know, and to some extent, maybe that's just endemic of and what he's sick of. Actually, is like he's been in a lot of stuff that you either have forgotten or that you'd like to forget. And I really thought that this because you know it's and and it goes back to this. And then you also, if you want to. You got to throw in the Austin podcast, yeah, because that opened a lot of people's eyes. I think that I honestly, that turned a lot of people's favor. I think with Dean Ambrose, I feel a like lot. that was the when the downfall of Dean Ambrose kind of started. People were like, "Hey, what's this guy's deal?" Like, you he know, doesn't right? really care. You yeah. know, like you're sitting, you're the WWE champion. You're, you're talking repres- to Stone Cold Steve Austin, and you're you representing. Were like pissed, the- I remember. Yeah. We, I all, we all were pissed. Yeah, you guys. We were all. Yeah, we were all kind of. Pissed I was in Disney time. World at the time on a work trip, and we were talking about it. <laughs> yeah, we were. It's like, uh, but do the show a while now. Yeah, it, it def- <laughs> we have. I mean, it definitely was. It definitely didn't do him any favors. I mean, he lost the belt not too long after that. It's just you know. It, then if you want to throw in the Ellsworth thing, you know that was yeah you, that was there. You know, <laughs> didn't do him any favors then either. But he really had a real shot with this reinvention that he had, where he left. I think they kind of. I think they kind of should have made him a heel from the jump. The, yeah. The, heel, the turn was good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Too long. I know it was good, but then it was like, remember they had a few weeks of him like not saying what the deal was. Right. Yeah. He was really just being think, quiet. Yeah. I really think that was a problem, in my opinion. Of like, they didn't like 
go hard on it. I wonder, you know? like you know, there's Hinds- po- uh, I'm, yeah, go ahead. Hindsight to- being twenty twenty, obviously this is po- this is after the fact booking. But I even said at the beginning when he first came back, I was like, I hope he doesn't speak. At all for the first few weeks because then you don't know what he's thinking because everybody was like, oh, is he back with Seth or is he back with – like what – like what's his mindset? Then you don't know. And that's what, and like and then they I thought when they paired him with Seth has made him like like his manager for the matchup with against uh, Drew or was it Drew or Dean I mean uh, Dolph. Dolph I forget one of the two and whichever whichever one it was I I was like I don't want that me neither I hated it I, I, <laughs> I don't want this I like have to, like you're going backwards we're yes. trying to go forwards yeah. with Dean Ambrose yeah like I think he needed to come back I think he need I think he needed to come back and immediately establish I'm not fucking around I'm I'm a heel. Well, so one of the things like that I I was talking with Ryback uh, the other day. I love that po- sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was talking to Ryback. Yeah. Well, we were talking on this podcast, and we were talking about uh, some of the people asking for the release, and we were talking about um, Dolph Ziggler at the time. We both friends we, with uh, friends, friends with Ryback. Dolph, but we both or yeah, friends with Ryback, but we both at the time when we were discussing uh, that interview where Dolph said um, that he was on a hiatus from WWE, we both at the time were like. He's clearly going to be in the Royal Rumble tonight after mm-hmm. saying this. But when we got on the topic about it, um, you know, I, I, he agreed with me. We were talking about how, um, you know, the WWE doesn't necessarily like when people get out of the bubble yeah. for a little while because there's such that, that groupthink mentality. Yeah. That when they're well, all there, that's, they're that's, all it's cult mentality. Cult mentality, exactly. And like, cool, yeah. like we all think this way. Everyone, and it's like they drive it into you, and it's like a, such a competitive thing that it's like this is the most important thing. This is all that matters. But like you're thing. all in it together, and if you're not there, you're letting your teammates down. Absolutely, like all that kind of mentality. And I think that when you get outside that bubble for a little bit, especially as long as Dean was out of yeah. it, and being someone like Dean, where he starts to find himself again a little bit and go, yeah. like, oh wait. That actually isn't the most important thing. Oh wait, there is money elsewhere in professional wrestling. I'm now. curious, at, like what what drove the decision? Because like you, to your point, Dean Ambrose is not a norm like what I would refer to as a normal WWE superstar. I don't think, feel like he's a normal professional wrestler. I don't think either. he's a normal person. No, <laughs> yeah. and 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 that's not a criticism no. of him. That's a celebration of his individuality. But I think you're right. I just like I mean, I feel like he was sitting on the sideline for a while, healing, and and but generally, like you know, similar to like the way that Sami Zayn has sounded in, in recent 100%. weeks too. Just to where they're kind of, I think, I think you're right. It's like they've broken free of the Kool Aid. You know, they're not drunk on it anymore, or not you know drinking. It at least, and they're just kind of at a point where they can think clearly, feel clearly, and somebody like Demon Ambrose maybe just wants to take an extended break from doing that to his body. Absolutely, that's exactly how I look at it. I think to myself, like, I don't even know if he, you know, is like, you know, everyone's like, oh, he's probably all wrestling down. I don't even know if that's the case here. Yeah. I just think that he may not just want to wrestle at all. He may just not want to wrestle for a little bit. I mean, like, I, I mean, it's possible. Like, I mean, Jericho stopped wrestling for a little bit. Shawn Michaels stopped wrestling for a little bit. Daniel Bryan, by not by choice, but like, you know, it's not like people stopping wrestling for a little bit while they still have youth and vigor or something that like takes away from them. If anything, no. gives them years on their career. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I, that's exactly how I look at it. Okay, now. All that aside, um, I do find this situation f- really weird. Yeah. Uh, For what reason? So, okay. The WWE has literally never, ever commented saying – not only have they not commented, but they have definitely not put it on their website saying this wrestler didn't 
accept our offer for a new contract and is leaving. Good luck, Laters, dude. Yeah, particularly like, right now of all times. Okay, so I was going to say that, like, in regular times, just yeah. no, just us dudes knowing wrestling, us people, everyone listens, women, children, everyone. If you've ever followed wrestling for more than a few years, you know that Vince McMahon is like the pettiest dude in yeah. the world. Yeah. I have such a hard time wrapping my head around WWE putting out this statement. So WWE, so the story came out. Uh, you know, like I said, PW Torch, PW Insider first broke the story. <laughs> but then later in the day, WWE put out a statement. First, they released it to the media, and they said, Dean Ambrose will not be renewing his contract with WWE when it expires in April. We are grateful and appreciative of all that Dean has given to WWE and our fans. We wish him well and hope that one day Dean will return to WWE. Okay, so that's in April. Yeah. Why are they putting... Why are they putting that statement out right now? I don't understand. I, I literally don't understand. And okay. I, I, I have been covering wrestling a while. Is there is something that no, I'm missing here? I, I see why there would be a red flag. I could see I, – when you tweeted that, I, I was like, that is uh, – it, it is out of the ordinary. Yeah. Because you because you got to kind of think. You're like, OK, you have him until WrestleMania. You have him for three more months and you can still make money off of him. And you're discrediting him. So for everything we have from now on, the fans are like, why do we even need to care? He's not even going to be here yeah. anymore. Yeah. So I, I mean, mean, even with Rhonda, you see that they hear that she's going to be gone. And all it did was amp up how much they hate her. You yeah. know, like everyone's booing Rhonda. And now Rhonda's probably going to get booed out of the building at WrestleMania. So wait, th- at this WrestleMania. So wait a minute. Why? That's what I that? don't understand. It is very strange. I don't understand now, it. No, but like, I mean, okay, I was smiling when you, when you told me about it because I was like, you have an idea. Well, my consp- – okay, I don't because – look, Dina is a very private dude, so it, it is hard to find additional information. Yeah. Um, as far as the creative side of things, I don't know. I honestly – I my, this is not me reporting. This is like strictly Ryan's speculation here, so I don't want this to be taken as like what I actually – I don't know if this is happening. Yeah. But, but like I, I find it – very hard to believe that's the things that you guys just said. And I also know that there's the, the WWE know WWE's very aware of the fact that this all elite wrestling exists, that that there's suddenly there's this um idea amongst wrestling fans that everybody is leaving for all elite wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like I see it on social media that anytime a, a wrestler does anything, it's like, oh, is he all elite wrestling? Yeah. He loses a match. Yeah. I get I get DMs from like, oh, must be all elite wrestling bound, you know? So I'm sure WWE has to know that. I I, I don't know if this is what's happening. But Do you like, think that they're planning this? Like this is actually a work, but they're planning it to subvert the news about other people coming out? Because Dean Ambrose is a bigger name. I mean, they've done it Outside before. of Kenny Omega, Dean Ambrose is a bigger name than anybody. But if they paint a, like a scene of mystery around this but are actually in control of it, what they're doing is they're subverting – the the height that other news about people leaving going to AEW can reach. They've That's done it. Exactly. They've already done it, and it can lead to a match at WrestleMania between Dean Ambrose and Triple H. It can I mean, also they, lead they to it. interesting programming should they play out like similar with CM Punk. Where That's it's like what his I was just mentioning. It led out. to one of the most interesting matches in WWE history. Just make Dean Ambrose like the outsider. Yeah. You know, where he's, like, rolling in, like, he doesn't work here, fuck it, like, he doesn't care. Or like, he's even, in the crowd? Or even his characters, like, he's going to leave. And he, he know, Everyone knows he's leaving. He doesn't care. And I guarantee you he's going to start cheering for him even more. Hey, that would be sick. That's why he called. As if, like, they showed him in the crowd after that, as if he was just a fan. But he had other people who used to be superstars, like, right back or something <laughs> like that. Like, in every week yeah, he had yeah. a different guy that, like, just it, rubbing elbows with different people in the crowd. 
I also think that like the, the it's 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 interesting that that he calls Triple H chuckles and he's like talking shit to Triple H in a promo on yeah. Monday. Then he loses, right? You even said, "Oh, this is clearly the end to uh, the, the, Seth, the, the, Rollins the Seth Rollins feud. feud." But then they have him in the ring, and he's about to cut some kind of promo where it looks like he's going to say something intense about his career, and he gets cut off. Nia ja- and then Nia Jax comes out and kicks him out of the ring. Takes him out of the ring. Then at three a.m., it comes out. You know, hours later, Dean Ambrose is not resigning. He told everyone over the weekend. Then WWE sends out that statement a few hours later. Then they put it on their website. This, like, I, I, I the, the fact that they put it on their website and tweeted it out as if it was a release announcement, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I've seen, I, I, I've broken stories like a Wade Barrett. Also, also, like, it would be a huge deal for Dean Ambrose to not be on the road with his, like, with his wife, too. Like, yeah. that's something that's pretty new. And I'm sure it's pretty nice, you know, for her that they're on the road, especially that he was injured for a while too. Yeah, I, I trust me. I, I'm very, I've been very confused by this whole situation. It's I'm, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least it's not just me. Do you guys think that? Okay. Conspiracy theories aside, let's say it is legit. Let's say it is legit. Do you think that he would be? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Do you think that he would be a help to? For, do you think he'd be a good steal for w, for AEW for all Elite wrestling? Do you think mm. that he would be that he would bring anything to the table for them? That would yes, be helpful? if they let him be what he wants to be. Yes, um, Dean has a lot of experience across the board. Now he's been to the dance, yeah. a few times, even if it's been on the pre-show, and um, he's been a part of the greatest fa- the greatest faction in modern day history. Yeah. And um, even if they were some shit feuds, he was involved with some of the best, uh, some in some of the biggest names in, in, the, would, in the business today. Say, and with in the Shield, he is in some very, very memorable moments. Yes. Too. So, um, yeah, if they let Dean, even if he comes back as just John Moxley, yeah. you know, that's a great, that's a great throwback to the indie days. And I think if he came in as John Moxley, I think if he that minute when he showed up, it only matter from what and now we know. Just from what we've seen, I don't know. We, I, I guess we can't say now we know because, as you mentioned, Dean's a very private guy. But from what we've seen from his body of work so far, Dean has to care. He has very to care. Very much. So. Yeah. And if he and he, he and as long he has to still be hungry and give a shit about his work in AEW for it to be good, in my opinion. I feel like they need to not rush into that. Like we've had a lot of. Unmemorable Dean Ambrose, and I mean a lot of it. You know, we had a lot of just like this kind of unappetizing version of him, and I think it's time to be a little bit more reserved with like his appearances, maybe even too, and just make you know turn Dean Ambrose into more of a special attraction because I think he can play a special attraction pretty well. Absolutely, he can. Like, and I don't mean like to the level of Brock, but I just mean as a mysterious personality, he can play that role quite well, and that's a good character for a wrestling organization to have. But it's just Dean. Dean's been always a question of. It's always been a a series of like, what ifs or like, why didn't they? You know, I mean, I'm not saying this was the wrong decision because look, it made a superstar out of him. But Seth Rollins' original betrayal of the Shield, everybody thought it was going to be Dean. They were like, oh, yeah, okay. Imagine if it was Dean. You know, where would we be? I don't know. Yeah. Um, when he came back, you know, we thought. I mean, let's hold on. Before he comes back, when he became 
face Dean, you know, when he wore that horrible Jack Daniels t-shirt forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I hated it. That I was a terrible it. shirt. That was the worst. And he was – and like then when they seemed like, OK, maybe they're trying to make him the new Austin. Like they're giving him things to do. Yeah. Like that whole subway thing that he did. And um, and but then he's like, okay, but they gave Austin a fucking monster truck, and they're giving this guy a hot dog stand. Yeah, you know, like or a plant it, or a plant or uh, and then they gave him like something that could have been insane with that that asylum that in that asylums whatever match with Jericho had Ambrose a crazy asylum was that what Ambrose, it was something it had a great spot with the Jericho thumbtack spot, which is a spot we hadn't seen in WWE programming yeah. in a long time. But still, <laughs> even fans were like, "That was really disappointing." Like they had all these goodies up there and they didn't use them. Yeah, and it's the same thing that happened. Fast forward <laughs> the Brock Lesnar. What match. a waste that Jericho took that bump in that match. Yeah, it really oh is. Oh my god, it really is. I mean, all props to the dude. That I I could never do. It's that. just uh, Dean, and then fast forward to Dean's return. You're like, holy shit, this guy looks like a fucking beast. Like, let's go. Yeah, you know, I I. I was a Dean Ambrose fan. I was ready. I yeah. was like ready to see a new new version of Dean. But we got the same shit. Yeah. We got the same shit. The new change didn't matter. We got the same like okay, he's going out and telling everybody they smell. You know, it's like <laughs> it's yeah, like when and he's where he wears cool jackets now. Well, like when I didn't mind the jacket and the gas mask. I was wondering where they were going with it. But then when he said when he first came out with the riot cops and the gas mask, I was like, this is interesting. Yeah. But then when he opened his mouth and he said the reason why was because the arena was smelling, then I was like, okay, this is silly. Yeah. Like this like now it's like it's a joke. It's like when Bugs Bunny and Pepe Lapine. Well, he was out. coming out like Bane and all of a sudden he turned into like Bane from Batman and Robin. Yeah. It, it's it was silly. And then it's like I said, it's a series of what uh, why nots. Yeah. And I think he's sick of it just as much as we are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, was, kind of like the the way that they redid him kind of reminds me of like when the Bludgeon Brothers came out, and I was like, are they like, is, are they still the same characters that they were from before? Man, and they man, never really painted it. Where out. are the Bludgeon Brothers? I honestly, I'm glad Bludgeon they, Brothers are former tag team champions. Let's no, for sure, really for sure. I'm and glad they deserve Rowan's me, Rowan now. Oh, for it's sure. Such a, it's 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 it, hey. such it looks such. Much more believable. He looks so funny in those vans. We never got an explanation why he was with him, did we? With who? With Daniel. No, he said that they're like um, that. That Rowan's also like him. He's like really smart, and that they they both read uh, certain books together, <laughs> and that that Rowan believes the same things as him. And, but but it was mainly the books and the smart thing that Rowan's actually. Super I love smart. that. He's like he's really smart, but this is also the same guy who was like the mongrel when he lifts off his like his lamb mass. <laughs> Maybe he always had a little book inside the eye part of that lamb mask. <laughs> he would get mad. That's why he was mad because yeah. he was taking his book away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading that. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Did you guys like the Hempel? The At what? The Hempel? Yes. Yeah. So good, right? Dude, Daniel yes. Bryan is like my favorite wrestler of all time. And I'm going right to say now. this. How scary is it that we almost didn't get this? Yeah. We're over, we're getting the best Daniel Bryan. I'm sorry. You're gonna say, "Oh, yes, Movement Daniel Bryan was the best." Okay, this is maybe for a good story, but like a good beginning, middle, and end story. But character wise, in promo promo wise, all that shit. This is the best Daniel Bryan yeah. we've got. Well, I feel it's almost similar to HBK, where like HBK was so great when he went away, but then when he came back, he was like even better. And you were like. Whoa, HBK's well, been gone this whole time and they, he's still they, this good. Like, and there was longer time period. They learned they learned, I think, just how to wrestle methodically, you know, accordingly with their experiences, you know, with their injuries and I stuff like that. You have time on the sidelines and you're just thinking and you're a wrestler like those two this kind is, of guys. You know, like, you're just thinking and you're just thinking like 
man, I could have done this. I could have done that. And it's just building in their head it's, until they can come. And then they can come this back. This is real. Like, Danny, what Peter Bryan, like, everything he says, he believes. And as a result of it, regardless of how he's saying it, the tone he's saying it to the people in the arena, it's like, hey, he's right. He's right about everything he's saying. And he believes it. And he's great as a result of it. And you know what's so funny? A guy on Twitter pointed it out. And he said, Daniel Bryan is such a good heel that he's still going to get booed in this T-shirt. And he was wearing a T-shirt that said, no homophobia, no hunger. no yeah. like It was like saying, like, no more bad things in the world. Yeah. Boo! No, <laughs> screw you, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> uh, no, I love it. I, the only thing I'm a little worried about with the hemp belt is, like, well – you can't do like a title shot to the head the same way anymore. And I, I appreciate wood on it. Yeah. I appreciate the Velcro strap. I appreciate the <laughs> totally. Velcro. I appreciate it. Um, no, me too. I, the oh, I was gonna say. I love that there's earth stones in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I thought it was a great idea. The the um the fact that they okay wait that's what I was gonna say. I just remember came back to me. I was gonna say, I as stoner like I. I don't understand why people think you, you people smoke hemp. Yeah. Well, it's, it why was, is that like a thing that people say? Um, well, because it, like, it's, oh, you're gonna smoke that belt? What is it? I, no, I've worn hemp as like the, no, because it's, it's, it, it shares similar properties. Like it's, it comes from a similar like it's not. Uh, but it, like, what stoners are smoking hemp? No, it's just like there's they. I, I don't know enough about the science behind this, Ryan, but I believe they come like hemp is a similar plant to yeah, cannabis. It's just that cannabis so, has like, the you THC and smoke hemp. It's it's a loose can, it, it's a loose connection made by people who do not smoke. Okay, that's, yes, I believe. That's yeah, what it, it is. That's what right? it is. That's that's what it is. Because that always that's always confusing. Like, oh, well, it's like it's like somebody's like, well, there's oh, no you're THC. A stoner? What do you like, no, why would I smoke? It's that? like the standard thing that people say because they literally have no other association. It's like, oh, you got the munchies. It's like, what, what is this? Nineteen ninety eight. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna roll some doobies with my bros. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the doobie bros. Rolling doobies with my brothers. <laughs> I'm the doobie brothers. I love when Michael Scott tries to tell Dwight about how he like t- thought he was smoking a clove cigarette at the Alicia Keys concert. <laughs> but I like how he went from I was rolling a doobie, doobie brothers was rolling a doobie with my brothers. <laughs> Peace out, Seacrest. <laughs> I think we drop a office episode reference at least ep- one episode Good. as we should. <laughs> have, have you guys seen that show on Netflix called? Uh, it's like a documentary series that came out recently called Murder Mountain. No, no, no. dude. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard about it. But it's, I haven't seen it. it's worth watching. Uh, yeah, Rick I heard recommended it to me here. He said people were liking it, and so I watched. I watched. I, I mean, powered through like four episodes last night. Eric and I. It's crazy. It's, it's like those like pot plant farms that are like in the woods and shit. Well, it's right? in hum- it's it's about Humboldt basically. Yeah, and it's like this like area where like four like three different areas kind of like all intersect in Humboldt, and it's like the deadliest area for weed growing, mm-hmm. and like people just straight up like die there and go missing. And there's like it's like the 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 area with like the most missing people in the country or something yeah. like that. And it's just <laughs> that are just getting. Killed that are tr- and they're trimmers they're killing which I was shocked it's just like people that are trimming the weed out there and stuff and it's, <coughs> it's not, like they show this one guy who buys like he's got a property on Murder Mountain yeah. and he's trying I got a timeshare on Murder Mountain yeah and he's talking <laughs> about like how he's trying to he's got the first um, like uh, legit it's like operation. where Hank Scorpio lives on Murder yeah. Mountain <laughs> and he's got like the and they talk about it like that they just trip like, oh you know Murder Mountain I'm like oh crazy like the locals call it that yeah. <laughs> 
And so he's talking about. Don't how he, go there. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not going no. to. And he's talking about how he has like the first legal grow operation on Murder Mountain, and he's like talking. And he's like, yeah, you know, like it's kind of bad, but you know, and like sometimes you hear like gunshots going off, and like right as he says that, you just hear bah, 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 in the background, and he's like, see. I told you, like, there's gunshots that go off. Wow. I'm scared. He goes, I hear that at least once a day. And they're like, they're not, it's like oh, shit. Why do you live here? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, seriously. Hey, I'm going to watch that. Yeah, it's, dude. He's, he's like, like, well, it's better than Killer Creek. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, my former house in Rapist Ravine was <laughs> very nice. <laughs> oh, <no>. Okay, <laughs> topics. Uh, that, was, that was a pain in the ass. <laughs> Hello. Um, hey, okay, the, the other, all day. The other, um... The big story of the week was Hideo Tommy. Uh, so Hideo Tommy also requested his release from WWE. It well, didn't surprise it's me. It's a little different because I, I say also, but Dean Ambrose, I guess, didn't request his release. He said he's not going to resign. Hideo Tommy requested his release. Um, according to Fightful, it was granted, um, but WWE hasn't announced it yet or anything like that. Um, this release has been treated a little more happily. Like they're, they're like WWE's nice, yeah. accentuating the thank yous that the rest of the talent have been giving him. On the tw- on Twitter and oh, shit. Oh, were they? Yeah. Uh, were they retweeting those? I, if if I remember correctly, I think they were. For those of you who didn't see what she was talking about, a lot of the wrestlers were tweeting like, thank you, or we respect you, or something like that, and posting like a picture of the And I think Tommy. even WWE like, like acknowledged it, I think. Yeah. Don't Interesting. Quote me on yeah, that. I didn't even, I didn't, I should have checked I'm that. I'm almost it's, positive. It's crazy. Like, I mean, I'm not surprised one bit about him requesting his release, or being released, for that matter. He was a much bigger star before he came to WWE. He's like a, he's kind of a, you know, he's kind of a, like a, a, I'm trying to think of the right word for this, but he's like a black mark on the NXT system in some ways and not to his discredit, no. but it's just like, you know, sometimes people go there and it doesn't work out, you know, like Chris Hero is another, or, you know, Cassie Sonos might be considered another one where people might have expected a lot more because they've been so good for so Hell, long. he's going to be a Shield member. And, and then, yeah, and, and then they get their chance to go to the big dance and it just doesn't happen. And it, with Hideo, you know, he did get <laughs> called up and everything to... But not really. He got called to a five live. Yeah, and it just... Let's be real here. They put him in the, the under the giant battle royal. They, like, they had, ago, they, yeah. They I'm had, saying when he first, yeah. so they had plans well, for him. Well, he was part of that five, that that, that like initial like five guys. Was it five like or a, four? It was Sami Zayn, KO. Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Hideo Tommy, and Neville. and did I say and Neville? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are like the five. That's like the picture that there's yeah. the one on Triple H. And they're doing the this, and then the five guys. That are well, standing Neville there was signed write. right before them, but there is a fa- another. But that's fam- like the five. But there's another famous photo of Neville, KO, yeah. all of them in it's NXT. It's the one that shirt. are in the yeah. ring. Yes. That's kind of like these were like. No, the, and you're the, right. You NXT know, like, became like a bigger deal when it was going to be its own show on WWE Network. It was like these I kind remember, of five guys were like the guys that were when, there. When, Even though Sammy and Kevin were way apart, it was like. These were the ones that were pushed to the forefront of NXT. Kinda. When Hideo was put into that Andre the Giant Battle Royal at WrestleMania 31, um, I remember you know sitting in the crowd and just basically being like, "Okay, this is like this is the introduction of him. Like this is the beginning got of a where great it starts reaction. and everything." He did get a great reaction. He got a great reaction. Well, you know, because that's a that's a that's a crowd that would respect an international traveled wrestler, you know. And so, like, I remember thinking at that point, and but like, I, how how quickly did he get hurt after that? Pretty Very quickly after that, because he got hurt, the first came back, time, the first got hurt, and yeah. it was just like. He had no momentum the entire time he was there. Out like after that first injury, he was absolutely. Just done. And he was doing well up until then, yeah. and then it was that. Yeah, it was no, involved in a major storyline. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
And it's just like, and, and we're never gonna find out who attacked him in the parking lot. Not at this point. No. I hope his first shoot interview, he he goes into details to what the like, plan was around yeah, that. Yeah, if, if they had one. <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> like true. he is a get for AEW. I I wonder if. Do that, you think he's too old? For AEW? Yeah. No, I but don't they think got so. Christopher Daniels. I mean, they got people there That's that are true. that are a little bit older. And they... they More seasoned, you might say. And they respect. For sure. Well, for sure. He, well, Kenta. We're going to go back to call him Kenta. How old is he? 40-something? Thir- he must be in his late 30s at the youngest at this point. Because he, he was wrestling... He came for, in like, I mean, you got to believe that anybody that got to his level that came in at that point probably started their career, at least training-wise, before or during the Attitude Era. He's 37. Yeah, that's not what I thought. Um, you know, he also... Oh, so he's not too old at all. No, he's not no, too not old. Not in the least. I, yeah, I, I feel bad because I, I, I... Those injuries really did mess everything up for yeah. him. He really did, like... I also think, unfortunately, and, you know, just from knowing <coughs> WWE and, you know, I I, I think at the time... I, I do think that when they got Shinsuke Nakamura... I do think that their focus of like who our number one Japanese superstar is going to be shifted to yeah, Nakamura. Absolutely, and he had more. Kenta he had kind of an afterthought. He yeah. had more charisma. Um, in terms, of, like, I mean, Kenta is a great wrestler's wrestler. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's a great like if you want to see a technically sound, crisp. Hold for hold, move for move, strike for strike. Kenta's your guy, no question. If you want some showmanship, you're gonna you're not gonna get it from him. You're not. Yeah. And, and I mean, and when they see, and you're in a company like you just mentioned, you're in a company like WWE, in this case NXT, and they need, and they're going to look at somebody that said, who's going to appear bigger, even though Shinsuke is physically much bigger than him. It's the guy who dances like yeah. a crazy person. It's, on the way it, well, the it's, ring, it's you know? a sports entertainer over the pro wrestler Absolutely. every single time. You know, like Kenta didn't get any help, by the way, in his WWE career by like having his special move taken away from him. You know, CM Punk had the same move to go to sleep, and you know, like you know, it kind of reminds me a little bit. And the knee was Daniel Bryan's. Yeah, I didn't know they took it away from him. Well, they didn't well, let him. He didn't he let him use remember it. Remember how big? It, you, weren't you guys both that NXT show and San no, Jose yeah, when he first did it. When yeah, he but, first did it. But that's been years since then. Yeah. No, he st- well, because then remember he. He broke wasn't it like Brian Kendrick's face when he first came up to yeah, his yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was like Nope. Nope. No more. Well, and, that. and the and thing then he stopped doing. The thing it was like, what I mean is like, he, like he, yeah. Well, I guess like it wasn't a move like even when he was like first coming up through NXT because CM Punk was there for a period of time, I believe. Maybe he wasn't. I'm. I'm beginning. No, he wasn't there up. at that point in time. No, no. he wasn't. I feel. I've he had regard, been gone for a year. Regardless, and a half though, or two. were they letting him do the move the entire time? No. No. It was. No. It wasn't. Until, it was a thing. It was he. He didn't do it for a whole a while, and everyone was like chanting it, chanting it, and that was WrestleMania in San Jose. So that was WrestleMania. Uh, 31. 31. Yeah. Uh, when Punk was gone, way before. Yeah, then, I guess he's, he, he. Yeah, he was a year and year he, and change. Yeah, gone. yeah. So Jamie said, yeah. So, um, but the, yeah, he didn't do it for a minute. He definitely didn't do it for a minute. And, then and, and not only that, though, but he like, still didn't actually. To some extent, San Jose, he didn't make it his finisher on NXT. Well, wait, you can't. And, and I'll tell you, give you an example. When the Disco Inferno adopted the Stone Cold Stunner as his special move, I, nobody took it seriously. No. Did yeah. yeah for a long time. It was called like that. the Chart Buster or something oh, like that. Yeah. I remember because so it was so a because mo- it was a move that WCW. it was a move he did in um, WCW NWO Revenge. Um, I recall because I remember being like, "God, oh, that's the only Stunner in the game." It's like that crappy Disco Inferno <laughs> version of it. 
had no pizzazz. But the thing was, is like when he would do it, there's no energy behind you when you're stealing somebody else's special move. And even though Kenta invented that move, the, 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 the sleep. majority doesn't realize that. It, it, like, so when they see him doing it, they're going to think of CM Punk. That's probably why they didn't let him do it for so long. They didn't want people thinking of CM Punk. And similar to like even like, you know, friend of the show, James Storm, I remember when he appeared on um, NXT the one or two times that he did, he couldn't use any of his main special moves no. because they're other people's moves. And it neuters the wrestler it to does. some extent because their original like form and everything like that is kind of taken away from him. And Kenta, you know, the go to sleep was a huge part of who he was in Japan and a huge part of his offensive style and everything like that. And he can't do it. Like, could you imagine Stun- Stone Cold without the stunner or like Triple The, a- a- the Rock without well, that's the why, rock like, bottom. When Hogan hurt his back at a certain point, they're like, he's never going to be able to do leg drop again. It's like, then he's done. He can't what be else? Hogan unless he's leg dropping people. Yep. Not in any matches, at least. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like hey, maybe he's gonna put him. To, gonna, I'm sorry. I don't. This is just a pure. I mean, maybe it's the the. Uh, I'm not a purist in this sense, I guess. But like, I anybody who uses the sleeper as a finisher, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's a rest hold. Yeah. You're not digging Walter sleeper. I'd rather. I liked his power bomb. Powerbomb's cool. Because he – Chop's cool. I, the chops are great. Don't get me wrong. He that, really should just end the match with some like insane chops. Dude, I was watching like the – after. first off, the chop that he did on that match on NXT UK takeover uh, – not takeover but just running, uh, the most recent NXT UK. You hear the guys like shriek almost. Like, <laughs> uh, like he almost like his soul was chopped almost. And and then you see the after effects of it on that post on their, on their Instagram and you're like – People are not going to want to work with him. Yeah, like, <laughs> totally. Like I wouldn't like if I if you saw my name on my on the, if I saw my name on the car, you're working Walter. I'm like, well, this is going to hurt at least yeah. really bad at least yeah. once. It's I'm like, you know, be, wrestling, it's like you're wrestling PCO, and he's like, oh, there's 50 people here, and I'm going to do a, a flip off the top rope onto the apron. Onto the apron when you're there, and you catch, and you're and they're like. But there's 50 people here, PCO. And you can't make a full rotation in the air. (laughs) I wish you guys could have seen my dad in the old days when I was like a teenager when he would see like Ric Flair chopping people. He'd see them get hit in the chest and he'd react like, oh, dog. (laughs) Like he can feel the pain of those people. That's me at my desk when I'm watching wrestling and then I have to like stop and realize I'm like around other people who can't hear what I'm watching and I'm just like a weirdo at my desk making noises. But going back (laughs) to my point, I don't know. Just like... I hated Piper's finish as the sleeper. Yeah. Because he's such a boisterous and like loud person. I would think that his move would be more, more exciting. The, well, there's, well there's, back then he can get away with it. There's him. moves like that though. I remember even when I, you know, early days, WrestleMania 5, Andre the Giant status, bear hug. I That's hated it. He's I, but a I, giant But man. regardless, I hated it though, where I would just see them do the bear hug. It was like, why isn't that person just beating the crap out of their face? Like Hogan was like the biggest like victim. He person would literally go like he'd be this. like be calling out to his Hulkamanias like, "Hey, you're using your hands to call the Hulkamanias. Punch this guy in the face." I, I'm with you on on moves. No, like he that. has to get the he had to cold the energy it's like, together to do it. It's like he doesn't have enough. He can't do both, Eli. Yeah, <laughs> no. just, he's trying to he's trying. If he would have punched him in the face, people would have cheered and he would have like gotten charged up like no, Popeye when he'd spin it. Cheers. Pop by him up though. That's the whole point. I know, but like, if he would have. Po- Anyways, we can talk about this later. <laughs> I don't like head. I don't like sleepers as a finisher. They're boring. <laughs> okay, fair. Um, uh, well, uh, before we run out of time, I do want to talk about this one too. Because I'm, I'm sorry. To, just to be clear, 
A clutch and a sleeper is two different things. Yeah. I don't consider Samoa Joe's Kota uh, clutch the same thing as you, a sleeper. Right. If you follow to the so ground. You like the mission too. Yes. Then. If you follow to the ground with the hold, it's, it's real. It's a little more aggressive. It's a little yeah. more real. Okay, fair enough. Um, okay, so this to me was the craziest story of the week, and that is Jeff Jarrett signing with WWE as a backstage producer. I, I We have long discussed the journey of, of Jeff Jarrett over the past few years on this show. And I can say of one certain- Jeffrey Jarrett. <laughs> yeah. And I can say with certainty, I did not expect it to end with him returning to WWE as an agent, as an agent, and also possibly an on-camera role again yeah. in 2019. I, I I am just always impressed by Jeff Jarrett. The fact <laughs> that it's like he's Teflon. That, yeah, and it's that thing of never say never in wrestling. He is literally the 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 the, the definition of it. Like yeah. it's crazy, right? He's played it like as like kind of a, a rogue trader, you know. Like he's like a trader, T R A D E R. Like he <laughs> he has bounced around. He's taken the be- like the best money he can from the most places, and he's played it like an independent contractor, carny professional wrestler too. Like I mean, like props to him. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I was trying to think of the movie. Um, I was trying to think of a movie where like the guy just assumes like dead people's identities, and I was like, that's sort of like what Jeff Jarrett does, even though he's not. He's not assuming other people's identities, but I'm trying to remember what movie it was. Well, while like, you're thinking of that, but, you can keep thinking. Those, but um, but yeah, I agree with you. I mean, Jeff Jarrett has always found a way to kind of just stay afloat, just barely. Yeah, just barely. It's yeah. not like he's. But this is better than just barely. I mean, now he's like. I don't know. Is he going to have like an on-camera role going forward? Like, or is it just going to be know. cameo status? Like? I mean, according to PW Insider, he's going to have like some sort of on-camera role. Interesting. And I, I mean, right after he did the thing with Elias, so I'm assuming it's it's he's going to be he's going to be interacting with Elias for the next few weeks. Man, if he becomes a recurring character, I don't need to hear that slow like box. J E double F. Not that part. That that part. That part's that part. I I can do with or without. That just makes Jeff Jarrett Jeff Jarrett. But the theme song. Yeah, I hate it. I like the other one. Yeah, like the old It's like. It's like a, it's like a it's it's like it sounds like you're in Frontierland, yeah, at Disneyland, like the music that plays in the background. It's like, ugh, this is not bo- this is not exciting at I all. I know, and it, like, and and not only that, this is the Jeff. Even though it became Deborah's theme song eventually, this is. The- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing Deborah walking out in like WrestleMania 2000 or like WWE No, it became no her Mercy. Theme song. I I love this song. This is a Jim Johnson all the way. Now that he's uh, but now it's the wearing the black one. shirt, I'm, I'm, now that he's wearing the black shirt, I'm hoping that he's going to slowly ease back into that Jeff Jarrett. Because yeah. like I hate that other theme song. This one's so much cooler. Like, I don't like Jeff Jarrett when he's wearing like mid-90s WWF get-up clothing. I like Jeff Jarrett with like when he was wearing a shirt that says Slap Nuts and he's got his spiky hair and he hits people with his guitar. Well, it's just weird. It just, was the only Jeff Jarrett. That was the only version of Jeff Jarrett that got over. That was the only the version of Jeff Jarrett that ever drew. Like, I mean, yeah. like n- no disrespect towards him in saying that, but it's the truth. Yeah, but you know, Vince loves Vince's creation. And I know, but I hate, like, I mean, honestly, I've been watching through Superstars, and you see the turn in 1992 when they go down a road where you're like, this is where the cartoon stuff really started. I remember there were, like, like Vince was listing all the matches that were coming up, and I was like, everybody's name begins with the. Yeah. I was like, like, Kamala, Papa Shango, he's going deep into, like, kind of cartoony characters. The Goon. High um, Energy, Coco Beware, Coco, the most... Energetic Cokie Beware. The Million Dollar Man. Cokie Beware. I will say this, though. 
Oh, you know, you know, Kochibuchi, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, what's that Borat line? Like my favorite, his favorite artist. <laughs> fuck. That's um, you. Fuck. You're the good one line. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> fuck, what were we talking about? Stop. Coco, be, Koki, beware. Oh, uh, no, but, uh, um, uh, superstars. I was watching. They, I watched. Uh, they had Yokozuna's first match. Yeah, man, he was dope. Yeah, is it like when you really see Yokozuna like first, like when they like young and not morbidly obese yet, still yeah. able to move? Like he was, it, a, ba- he was a badass back. He then. was he could, like he was a real threat. Yeah. at that time, he was a force to behold. Yes. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to get so off topic. Oh there. no, no. I, it was funny when you just reminded me of that thing I sent this morning when you were talking about changing your tire. So then I sent you that man's man, the man's yeah, man yeah. theme. By the way, that video is so funny. Yeah, and then I went and watched the video like to myself, and I was like, man, I f- I forgot how funny the, the man's man Titantron is, where it's just him shaving and <laughs> making orange juice. It's literally <laughs> all it is. Wood. No, but. It, but the, the, the wood chopping, wood. yeah, it's just kind of like into wood. Yeah, and and he had, no, there's four scenes. <laughs> uh, there's four scenes that make up that comprise William Regal uh, Titantron. It Steven was Regal. Steve, at the time Stephen Regal. It was him squeezing oranges to make orange juice. Mm-hmm. Um, him shaving with a straight razor, yes. razor, and um, I ca- I remember maybe one cut. Of the wood chopping, the other one was him carrying manure. Yeah. Okay, that, that sounds right. And that's it. I um, uh, also, I just realized I didn't think about it. if he, why is he squeezing it into a blender if he's squeezing it himself? Isn't well, because he's making a smoothie, but he doesn't want the entirety no, of the orange in there. Orange juice. Uh, well, if he squeezes it himself, why is he putting it in a blender? The, the only thing that I could I could probably describe it to you in a way that makes logical sense. <laughs> you mean there's a ba- <laughs> like he probably he probably has a bag that he's going to pour it into it like it's going to be in the cup as to extract all the pulp because he doesn't like pulp because he's, he's a man's man. Man's man. Well, he's a man's man like the a pulp? man's man would like all the fiber he can get. Right? Yes. Also, he would just before eat the this, orange. Before this machine, this was the only way to get juice from an orange. <laughs> Maybe they're just sort of like, hey, he's kind of a caveman's man, and that's why he doesn't really know how to make orange juice properly, such as just squeezing it it's into just, a glass. Yeah, why would he, I honestly didn't, it didn't dawn on me until right now that he squeezed it also, into a blender. I just want to say, the real man's man would also use one of those orange juice, like, juicing yeah, things, too. Like, yeah. I mean, that's still hard. Mm, that's not what a man's man would do. You've never hand-squeezed a glass of orange juice no, in your I'm life. No, I'm a man would just a man's man would just squeeze it. He wouldn't use one of those things. I beg to differ. Also, when I was watching it, though, that video, I... I didn't. I I didn't recall getting to this like sick guitar riff that that's always in it. Like this is a pretty good guitar riff that I feel like is underrated. Probably Jim Johnston. I like how you closed your eyes just now. It's pretty good. Yeah, right? Jim, Johnson Jim Johnson was like, Jim Johnson was going full full Gilmore there. That was great. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, all right. Well, I feel like uh, at that point we should probably uh, close up shop here because the red light is on. Right. Fun episode. Yeah. Now we're just listening to Man's Man theme yeah. song. But Jamie, where can everyone find you on the internet? Everything you're doing. All right. You can find me on uh, Twitter at j a m i e underscore i o v i n e or on Instagram at j a m i e i o v i n e. And um, we have quite a big February coming up. A lot of product drops, including the stuff from Levi, a special drop from Levi's, a drop from Adidas, a drop from um, a a few other.
other uh, things that I can't really disclose yet. It'll but we're we're dropping uh, new notifications almost weekly on uh, that on the network app. So download the network app. That app that's NTWRK or follow uh, the network on Instagram to get updates for all the new drops at uh, on Instagram just at NTWRK. What about you, Eli? Twitter at Elijah Bates, Instagram at Brindlebeard. Uh, and you can find me. I'm at Ryan Satin on all social media. And it's ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's where you can find everything we're doing. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find all the videos. You can find the video of us doing Wrestling Sheet Radio if you prefer to watch instead of listen. Uh, you can find the Raw SmackDown recaps that I do with John Roca. You can find the Royal Rumble recap that we did as well that myself and John Roca did. Uh, I also put a fun video up this week uh, where I interviewed Lance. Archer, we went to a pizza place and we ate some pineapple on pizza. His favorite, not my favorite, but we I I, uh, I ventured those I, I I braved those waters anyway, and uh, it's a fun little video that we put up there. You made it uh, to the other side. I did make it to the other side. Uh, and did it then, sway your opinion? You'll have to tune in to see. I almost gave it away right there. I'm yeah, glad you did that. Yeah, Good job. You're welcome. Um, also, uh, there's other fun videos on there as well. There's Poppy Watches Bloody Wrestling. There's a video we did with her. The Poppy her- videos turned out fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I like them as well. I was happy with them as well. So, yeah, go make sure you guys check those out. If you just want to listen to the audio of these shows, if you're listening, if you're watching via YouTube and you want to listen while you're driving to the shows that we do here, uh, check out the, the podcast feed. It's on Podcast One, it's on Spotify, it's on all the major platforms. Just search wrestling sheet radio subscribe helps us out a lot okay that's it we're done officially tapping out until next time stay out of the dirt and keep your eye on the sheet napa know-how at napa auto parts stores and napa auto care centers get a 25 dollars prepaid visa card when you get any napa automotive battery It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa Automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. While supplies last. Offer ends 831.20. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.